Welcome to the My Opinion Podcast, the leadership podcast for women. This is a show that focuses on leadership, life, and love to empower women around the world to be the leader of their life. The My Opinion Podcast is a weekly show with Maya's Motivation Monday, focusing on leadership topics for women that feature guest interviews as well as solo episodes with Maya. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and share the My Opinion Podcast on your favorite podcast platform. Now in her opinion, here's your host, Maya Roffler. Hi guys, welcome back to another episode. And I have another inspiring guest here today. Her name is Siobhan Moran. Siobhan, welcome to the show. Thanks, Maya. I appreciate being here. We're excited to have you here. And I would love if you could start out by telling our listeners a little bit about your background and Mm. what you do. So I'm going to, I'm going to kind of jump around a little bit. It's not exactly progressive, but what I do right now is I help people identify their spaces where they're stuck in their prosperity. And so how I came about that was I was helping build companies. I would kind of be brought in as an expert to help a company find their, uh, like they just couldn't figure out where they needed to grow. And so I did this four times and helped four companies get built and sold. And I loved entrepreneurs. I was an entrepreneur at 11. So I got the entrepreneurial spirit, although I did sell my first company for a t-shirt. That wasn't a good idea. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, entrepreneurs are really, and people who have their own intrapreneur kind of thing are really important because they're creative thinkers, they're unique in their drive and focus, and the results driven. And that would sound like everybody, but entrepreneurs and entrepreneurs especially. And so over the course of uh, helping four companies get built and sold, I got sick and misdiagnosed and nearly died and ended up healing myself because I didn't believe in drugs. And The cool thing I started thinking about there was how all of the history of what I'd been doing up to that point, there was this one unique element, and it was this kind of woo weird element called energy. And it was long before, you know, anything was really cool to talk about. I knew that there was something there because I would take my sales team through processes and I would take the owners through processes and I, and they would be, and then the company would grow. And so when I was laying there recovering, what I started to think about is how health and business are integral. And that's a pretty new concept these days. Maybe not to everybody, but then it for sure was. And now it's, it's more integrated, but it's still not fully awake. And so when I decided that I needed to leave corporate and, and not get sucked into their beautiful thing, because I'm kind of good at it, and uh, I started my own thing, and a lot of people started coming to me. And what I kept discovering is this thing about money that was a big problem. And that big problem around money was really how to put everything in sequence so that you could think about it, you could deal with it energetically, you could you could understand how to sell without selling. You could really not give away your energy. And that's why I got sick. And so what I was at some, I was displaying somewhere and I was giving a talk and there was a woman there who had this, which is now cool, had this thermography breast imaging. 
and she had sunk all of her savings in and she just was having no traction. She was making a couple hundred bucks a month. And I was like, that's unacceptable. Totally not acceptable. Let's solve this problem because your tech is the thing that's going to be the future. And I know it's the future because I can see it. So we set a big bar getting into a particular hospital. And I said, listen, I'm going to create this program. I'm going to create this thing and you're going to listen to it. And you're going to listen to it in this way, in this sequence, and this many times. And then you're going to take notes at this point. It was very like, here, do this. And she ended up getting into Kaiser Permanente, big hospital. And it was Huge. one of the first. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Right, right. And she was having zero traction, getting anywhere. And so that set her on a course to really take that and explode that up, you know, make a big income, you know, obviously change that. And so I didn't really, honest to God, think much about this little program that I created for her. I was just like, yes, thank God, this is going to help women. That was my big thing. And I get on kind of a rant about, you know, helping women and women have really amazing ideas. And it's about how do we get them prospering so that they can excel and succeed and take their unique genius out there. And I remember meeting a couple of folks later and I said, you know, I created this program for this, for this woman and she got results. I said, I, you know, I can't guarantee it, you know, just try it. And so they bought it and, and this happened like five times and every single one went from here to here. Wow. And I thought, oh, I created something on accident that I actually used in my, when I was helping build companies and I help, and it really helps people take this pocket of inner stuff and take it out into the world so they get a result. And so each of our programs or processes are, are geared toward that. Some are small and some are giant, but this one is super cool because it unlocks stuff inside of our inner psychology, like our unconscious confident self that we can't always access until we've done like years of work. And so that's kind of a long story short, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love, I love this story. This is amazing. And you're absolutely right. I have a lot of women that come on and, and talk about in different ways, their story and tapping into the unconscious. And, and another thing that happens all the time, Siobhan too, is that when I have incredible women like yourself, come on, they bring up a story about childhood and somehow mm. childhood comes up with the connection to what you're doing now. And I think sure. that's something that I always like to point out <laughs> during my interviews, because if you're listening to this and you're not sure, and you're kind of trying to find your way, there's an interesting connection that always kind of comes back to childhood because you were an entrepreneur even back then. So we kind of yeah. have an idea of who we are, even when we're very young. So I love that you brought that up, but what an incredible story for mm. this woman and for you. And mm. I think that does happen, you know, with a lot of entrepreneurs where we come up with something and we're like, wow, this is actually working and we see it happen. And we're not afraid to take the risk, but we're also, you know, in so many different ways, we want to make change, but we're innovators. And I mean, the list goes on, like you said, you described it very well, but I want to go back to what you were talking about too, with the burnout and how you got yeah. so sick. I can relate to you, not on that level. So I'm so glad you're, you're doing well and prospering now, mm -hmm. but I, I was very burned out at a young, 
young age, like in my twenties, I was in the hospital because of corporate burnout. And Mm. that's a very young age to be that burnt out because I was creating programs for companies. I was loving it. I was loving it, Siobhan, but I was so burnt out because I was giving it my all. And so it inspired me to start doing, well, not only the podcast, but you know, my own stuff about leadership and helping young women. So I can relate to you because I started to think, wow, if I can do this for companies, why can't I do this for other people, right? (laughs) On my own. So I think that's very inspiring. Yeah. I just knew that I wanted that the bosses that I was helping to get their companies, you know, from four employees up to thousands, they didn't have the, the level of integrity that I wanted. And they didn't have the, you know, now it's called lean startup. But at the time I was just like, I don't know, they're making stupid decisions. And they didn't like, I worked for a pharma company and we helped it grow from like this up to, you know, up to one of the major, it was sold to one of the major pharma companies and it was for an acute care product. And in this process, I found out I didn't believe in drugs and, you know, all these really cool things. Uh, about myself, but more importantly, it was a woman who was the owner of the company and she didn't have the right, she didn't have the right way of leading. And I just knew that it was just really, it, it was left of center. And I didn't really go out to create something and help women. I really created, I wanted to help people get out of their health problems and teach people how, now it's a common language, but my company's called Energetic Solutions. So mm-hmm. I created a long time ago and it was long before energy was a really cool thing because energy at that time was just gas. <laughs> it was yeah. like, the, you know, the ancient years. But the thing about energy was always important and it's so cool that it's more important now. And this little thing about prosperity If you don't have your energy really dialed in the right direction, it just gets, it goes like this, or sometimes it just goes like this. Yeah. And like a sales conversation, and it's not even meant to be a sales conversation. I just say all sales, all conversation are sales conversations, but it goes sideways and you can't figure out why. And it's like, what happened? there's something that needs to be revealed energetically about it. So that's, it's a pretty cool process. I love that you said that I come from a sales background too. I don't think I told you that Siobhan. And so Mm. I love what you said about, you know, kind of taking the sales out of it. And, you know, I love this focus on the energy because Mm. I'm sure you've watched it. I'm, I've felt it watched it. I've led sales teams. Uh, you have a lot of experience in this and I have watched people try to quote unquote, make a sale. I don't even like that term really, uh, or, you know, or that phrase, but, and you're just watching it and it's like a train wreck happening because it's so yeah. transactional. And it's like you said, I love how you're saying the energy's off because it is, it's not mm. the relationship. It's not coming from well, you said this from the heart, you know, in the beginning, Mm. when we were first chatting, and I really believe in coming from the heart in everything that I do and relationship is the core and that's energy. And so I love how you're talking about this. And Mm. we talked about a little bit before we started recording, but 
you have a program called Unleash Your Prosperity that kind of encapsulates all of this. So talk to us a little bit about that because it's kind of a flow and kind of Mm. going through all of this, right? Yeah. Tell us a little bit about it. Yeah, sure. Actually an ex-coder. So when I was 14, I was a coder. And the really cool thing is I didn't realize I've always thought in code. And I think about how things are in chunks and they need to be sorted in a way that is going to get a progressive result. And so when we take, we'll just say this little program, I always call it everything little. So forgive it. It's not little, it's giant results, (laughs) but everything's little. Yeah. When we take this, we, I start with call number one and, and, you know, and recording number one is like, here's some basics, here are the fundamentals and let's unpack this so that you can see an immediate result. And 10 times out of 10, everyone has seen an immediate result. And then call number two, we start easing in and I call it upward trending, right? And then number three takes us through a process of really unpacking what's inside and where we're doing what I call poopy thinking or poopy speaking (laughs) Mm -hmm. and how that actually goes and makes us completely sabotage ourselves. Right. And then I talk about this thing because, you know, I'm a, I'm a business person first and kind of in the woo spiritual stuff second, but the spiritual stuff fuels the business stuff. Right. And the fascinating thing about this is there's a lot of really funky information out there. And so I, remember hearing something about gratitude, be grateful and everything will be wonderful. And I was like, yeah, yeah. Let's look at this as a very important process. And what is that real process that needs to happen? And so there's a call in there that we talk about how to really use gratitude to dial up the volume of having people come and say yes to you. So it goes through to eight different sections of that. And It's very powerful to get people who have had success, who are leaders, who are really strivers to really tap into their inner genius and find those nuggets for themselves. So it's not about my language. It's about you finding your language inside that. Yeah, I love that because I think sometimes we're so focused on if we go into a quote unquote program or for working with someone, we're so focused on what's working for them or, you know, Mm -hmm. what what do I get out of, you know, what they're telling me? So this is Mm -hmm. all about you. And I love that. And Mm -hmm. I love what you're saying about gratitude too, because this is really shoved down our throats on a daily basis, right? On social media, right? by a lot of coaches, you know, write down gratitude. Like, I'm not going to sit here and say that I don't do it. I do, but it has to, I I guess this is becoming a theme on on this episode, but it has to come like from, (laughs) from the heart. But when I say that, I don't want to say it like in an intangible way so that, Mm -hmm. you know, you guys don't understand what I mean. It it has to be like, you have to be really in tune and be really in tune, in my opinion, with what are you showing gratitude for? Like, you can't just write three things down every single day and be like, I'm glad I have a home. I'm glad I have a car. I'm glad I have it. Like, that to me is not gratitude in my Yeah, opinion. that's robotic. So we don't want to be robotic. And we've actually kind of taught, been taught to be robotic. Yes. Repeat something, remember something. Repeat something, remember something. And we've been taught to be robots. And we're actually really dynamic, amazing 
you know, computers of brains that we just want to learn how the code works, right? And if we're just a robot, it's going to get like a hair's breadth of, of results. But why not, if you're going to do it, why not do it so you get bigger results? Uh, yeah, I mean, I love that. And I love that reference because again, we're going back to something in your childhood. So you were coding yep. at 14, like how cool totally. is that? <laughs> so I know, I, know. Um, I didn't think it was very cool at the time. <laughs> well, I think it's cool. I think it's cool, but I can understand at 14, like it probably wasn't like, you know, the coolest thing, but now it's a really cool thing that you were doing yeah. that. And really, and really cutting edge. I mean, to code is like amazing. What advice would you give to my listeners and new listeners listening about, you know, unleashing prosperity and maybe even looking at gratitude and how, you know, they can start to kind of go down this trajectory. I mean, obviously working like it. would be great, but how can you, what's some yeah. advice you can give them? Yeah, not everybody can do that. I mean, they can start with something small like the unleash, but Really just start with, you know, you've got an intuitive hunch and generally here's something that's really important to think about. An intuitive hunch will never be a no answer, right? The no only comes from our programming and our psychology to tell us, uh, okay, somewhere in your history, you've been told no, and you've been told a lot of no's throughout your life. And so our intuitive hunches aren't ever about don't do this. Our intuitive hunches are really about do this and find a way. And we're actually tuning into the funky intuition, right? We're tuning into pre-programmed nose, which is kind of fascinating. So pay attention to that. Um, that will help with gratitude and really next level. And then the other part is to don't try to do it by yourself. Now, one of the reasons I created all of the things I've created is because I didn't find anybody that was really, that understood the energy thing. I was very, I'm still very ahead of the curve on it. And I knew that, that everybody had, you know, kind of secret skills that they wouldn't talk about and they just needed to know how to unpack them. And I was frustrated that there was nobody. And I looked, for sure, I looked really hard. There was one guy, he was like, no, no, I'll have lunch with you every once in a while, but I'm not going to help you. And I was like, dude, man, <laughs> dude, I was like, stop hitting on me and just help me. Yeah. Right? And so I really wanted to make sure that there were things that women and men could really access that would tap into the, who they are and help that be expressed in a way that would help them thrive and succeed at bigger levels than they thought because I was helping to lift them up. Yeah. And so it's like, don't do it by yourself. We tend to do it by ourselves. I have one of my companies and the president finally admitted recently that he was trying to do everything himself. And I said, dude, seriously, what are you doing? <laughs> That's I mean, that's of course, fabulous advice. And I think it's something that we're all guilty of. And I think it's something, unfortunately, like your, your example, you just gave with this president, sometimes we don't shake in our life. So let's shake it now. It's, I think yeah. sometimes, especially women, we feel like we need to take on the world, Siobhan, right? Like we feel like we need to do it all. And just because we delegate or ask for help or ask for mentorship or whatever it is, it doesn't mean that we're not still doing it. Like, yeah, 
asking for mentorship and asking for help and asking for guidance, like that's a good thing. You're going to get there so much faster. I think in my opinion, here's a cool analogy. Um, I love this one. So when you say you're doing laundry, you're actually putting it in a machine or giving it to the dry cleaner and the dry cleaner in the machine is doing the laundry. You're not doing it, right? So we have to really reshape the way we think of the doingness into who are we being and how can we be more of who we're being so the right things can do the doing. So you just used like the perfect analogy for me <laughs> because I am like, a control for, I've let everything else go with the home, but laundry is like my thing because I come from corporate retail. That's like my sales background and mm. stuff, Siobhan. So like, mm. that's my thing. But I love that analogy. It's right up my alley for that reason, but I love it because you're right. I'm quote unquote doing it, but not really. I have assistance. Mm-hmm. I'm dropping it off at the dry cleaner or I'm putting sure. it in my washer and then moving mm-hmm. it to my dryer and then I'm folding mm-hmm. it. So I have help. I'm not physically mm-hmm. scrubbing it. This isn't 1895. You know what I mean? So, right? And if you yeah, and we're not, do that, okay, but you know. Yeah, and we're not hanging it out to dry. There's a right. dry, there's a dryer to do it. Yeah. Right. It's really, yeah. So we have a, we have to really shift to, we are, we have a lot of things that will help us be in the doing, you know, help us in the doing part. Like tech today is more doing help than ever particularly for small businesses. It's amazing how cool and how quickly you can get up and online and running and selling stuff. I think it's incredible too. I think it's so cool. And I think it's inspiring. And I think I love, I mean, if you're, if you have an idea, just go after it to your point. And I want to go back to what you were saying with the, you know, if you have an idea and, you know, the no happens for other reasons, like if it's out Mm -hmm. there, That is so, I've never thought about that, like Mm. that way, you know, if we're inspired for something, we should just, it's there for a reason and we should go for it. And I've personally, and I hope a lot of you guys listening to this too, have done this recently. If not, please do it. (laughs) But recently over the past couple of years, I have started to just kind of find a way, like you were talking about, like, okay, I'm not going to take a no. I'm just like, okay, let's find a different way to do this or find a different way to make this work. Because if I have the thought or the intuition to your point to do something, I feel, you know, we're talking about energy, spirituality a little bit here too. I feel kind of called in a way to do it. You know, I'm more spiritual than anything else, but so I believe in energy. I'm with you here, Siobhan, completely. So if I get that, I know it might not look exactly how I thought, you know, when I got the idea, but I know that there's something to it. Like I know Mm. if it keeps gnawing at me, you know, that's how I kind of interpret that. Yeah. You're right on target. Yeah. That's good. That's, that's, that's important. It's like, go for it sooner. I always say you have a chance to make a decision in five milliseconds. If you don't marry the idea in five milliseconds, you're going to second guess it or know yourself out of it. That's great advice. I mean, that's, that's true. Cause I've known myself out of a whole lot of things. And then I come back to it and I kick my butt and then I have to like rework it a little bit. So that's right. Yeah. Cause it's not going to leave you. If it's meant for you, it's going to keep gnawing at you. You know, that's yeah. what I really feel. And the really interesting thing is if you do the no, it actually takes and science has actually proven this. It, if you do the no, after you get the immediate, you know, got to do this. If you start saying no, it takes you a hundred times more energy, mental energy, 
and physical momentum to get it to go. It's really fascinating. That like you're, I, I learn something every time I have <laughs> someone on and I've learned so much from you already today. I hope you guys have Aww. learned a lot too, but that is a huge stat right there to learn like, and a huge thing to embrace because you know, when I've just really taken something and run with it, like my two mm-hmm. podcasts, this is my second one. And spoiler alert, I'm coming out with another one about something completely yeah. different, but I've always just run with them. And so it doesn't yeah. feel like exhausting or like a lot of, you know, like it just, I keep moving and growing with it, but other ideas, I have other businesses and, and there's one in particular that I've gone like back and forth and I am flipping exhausted on that one, Siobhan. And now like hearing that stat, I know why I'm like, mm-hmm. I should have just went all in. So <laughs> lesson learned that you just kind of go in and, and figure it out. Yeah. So true. So great cool. advice. Yeah. Great advice. Yeah. So, you know, the podcast is about leadership. You've talked about it a whole lot. I really harp on being the leader of your life, which you've talked about yeah. a whole lot already. I'd love to, and you kind of mentioned a little bit about some poor leadership. So love to get your advice um, for the listeners about, you know, some of them are stepping into leadership for the first time, have been in leadership, are growing. What's some advice that you can give? I mean, obviously you have Unleash Your Prosperity that they can go to, but what's some leadership advice that you would give the audience? You know, I think we do really, we do ourselves a really big disservice by not picking up the phone. We're really conditioned to text or email or DM or stuff like that. And I have a client who has a very different product and I'll give you an example. And she loves to DM people. And I was like, no, 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 no. <laughs> and I made her go out and do a lot of touches and she's going after uh, the high-end athlete market for this particular product that she has. I said, you have to be in their face. And The tricky thing is to know what to say and to really not assume it's an instant yes. And to really give yourself this amazing opportunity to build that conversation. Let's forget relationship. Let's just say it's an ongoing conversation. And I would, you know, one of the biggest things about leading is you have to be willing to pick up the phone more, like answer the phone answer the phone and talk to more people. That's going to take you so much further than you could ever fathom. Um, because one, you're doing something hardly anybody's doing. And two, people are going to hear the tone and the excitement. And they're really going to catch who you are from that more than a stilted conversation and text and email. Because there's no way that you communicate what's coming out of your voice in text or email. There's just no way. Agreed. Yeah. So I would say that's a really big leadership thing. And that applies to when you have a team, really speak things and write them down and, and get them out of your head because, you know, women really like to do a lot of things in their head. And we do. the biggest thing, the biggest thing about women and doing things in your head is we're amazing and we suck. <laughs> because yep. we're so amazing. So what we need to do is really get them out of our head and speak more and really get to the point sooner. So those would be a couple points for leadership. I think that are going to really help, you know, really help your listeners, you know, take another step. Oh my God. I completely agree with you. I think it's interesting. That's advice we haven't heard from anyone. So I love that. I love when we get fresh advice and you know, you're completely right. It's all about the text. It's all about the email. And 
what I like to say is like, let's think about, you know, I'm so over talking about the pandemic, like everybody is, but let's really think about what's happened to people. They're inundated with texts and email and all this other stuff. So how refreshing is it with you as a leader, it, whether you're, you know, in front of your customer or you're in front of your team, that you're willing to pick up that phone and spend the time or, you know, get on a call, whatever it is, Zoom, whatever you're on yeah. and spend that time. And I love how you're saying, you know, continue the conversation. There's no period. It's just a conversation that keeps right. going because that's beyond relationship. That's a conversation. So yeah. I think there's something magical there. And I think a lot of people think and make the assumption, oh, they won't answer. They won't talk to me. Have you tried? Have you, I mean, it's refreshing. I can't tell you how many people tell me, God, it's so nice that you actually talk on the phone with me. I'm like, yeah, yeah, I do because I prefer yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. We did this challenge for one of our, there was somebody on one of our, one of our mastermind calls and she was like, I'm having trouble. Anyway, it was a big, a big drama. And it was, I think 11 o'clock her time. And I said, I want you to call three CEOs or whatever her thing was. I think she'd be coaching or something. I said, I want you to call them right now as soon as we hang up. She ended up with $200,000 contract that she would have never, ever had. She was making no sales before that. And at 11 o'clock at night, she says, they picked up. I said, I told you they would. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. People are looking to have a conversation. They're looking to have a conversation. I agree with you. And what a great story and example. And people are really appreciative of the time and the connection. And I mean, we could go on. This could be a whole episode yeah. right here because yes. I am so with you. Because when I was leading, you know, really big teams, I'm sure you're you're preaching this too and, and believe in it too. You know, it, it was so powerful if I walked into an existing team and they would say, like, thank you for having a weekly call with me or sitting down with me. And yeah. I'm like, you know, it never failed. It typically wasn't happening before. And I talk yeah. about it on my solo casts all the time. It's so mm -hmm. important to do that with your team. And it's important to do it with your customer. It, they're, they're both in my eyes, the relationships are so important yeah. on both ends. For so sure. the conversation, I love how you said that. Beautiful advice. Awesome. Thanks. Siobhan, tell us where we can find you and, you know, your website, your program mm -hmm. on social. I know we can find you a lot of places. Yeah, just type in my name on social, S-H-E-E-V-A-U-N, and there's a Moran after it, but I'm kind of like the only one, so you can find me. And uh, if you go to S-H-E-E-V-A-U-N-M-O-R-A-N.com, that's our website. And then for the Unleash, we don't really, we kind of keep it secret, and I'm not sure why I was inspired to talk about it here. So here's what I would say is if you want access to it, you got to email me at author at SiobhanMoran.com, A-U-T-H-O-R at SiobhanMoran.com, and I'll give you a secret link. <laughs> I like it. I like the secret. Okay, so we'll include all of that in the show notes so they can reach out to you for the secret link if you guys are interested. Yeah. Thank you so much, Siobhan. It's been a pleasure talking to you today about leadership. Thanks, Maya. I appreciate you. Awesome. Thank you guys so much for listening. We'll see you back here next week. Thank you so much for listening to the My Opinion Podcast. You can catch up on past episodes on the My Opinion Podcast website at www.myopinionpodcast.com as well as read the My Opinion blog and contact Maya directly with your questions. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram and Facebook at My Opinion Podcast and Maya Roffler. We'll see you back here next week.